and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. What's happening, everybody? And welcome to this, the first episode of 2019 of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. I'm Stephen Wilson, and today we are going to be talking about what's going to happen and what we think is going to happen in 2019. Now, with this whole you year, you me thing, I've decided I'm going to be nice with intros. <laughs> so yeah, this is the nicest intro you lot are going to get this year. <laughs> the I'm getting a nice one because I'm sitting next to you. <laughs> First of all, I'm joined by Edinburgh's finest, it's Sarah Grief. Hello. How's it going? Yeah, I'm doing not bad. Marriage and furniture and building bookcases. That's how I'm a that's big, strong nice. girl. No. <laughs> No. I'm DIYing it. Uh, that, that could come up in the show. And I'm also joined oh, by, uh, not arguably, definitely the finest brothers duo on this podcast because the competition is terrible. Well, it's not why. <laughs> Gary and Derek kept the Kermin brothers. Hello. Hi, Stephen. Yes, coordinate. <laughs> uh, I was going to share. Separate people were not just tagged under the one person. All right. There's Derek. Thank you. Hi, Stephen. And there's Gary. Hi, Stephen. How's things? Thank you. I've got twenty nine. I've got twenty nineteen off to a flyer. I've ordered uh, my ma- for me and Lucy matching. Uh, we've got Mustache Mountain t-shirts to wear to NXT Takeover. Nice. Who's Trent? Who's Tyler? <laughs> well, I, I very much hope that um, <laughs> I envision that, that I have the same physique as Tyler Bate, but in reality, it's Trent. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, with the dodgy knees now. <laughs> <laughs> and let's not forget, we've got the bitterest producer in podcasting right now, it's Quacky <laughs> You said you're going to be nice, everyone. That is nice. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Let's I'll be honest, that. that is nice. <laughs> yeah. Stephen Wilson has a different definition of nice. Anyway, move on. <laughs> you're lucky it wasn't David. Oh, you, that, that would have been a bad intro for him, even a good one. So, so yeah, this is our 2019 preview show. If this is the first time you're listening, subscribe to us. We're on iTunes, all good Android podcasting sites, and Spotify. We're also on all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Suplex Retweets. Give us a like if you like what you're hearing. Five stars or, you know, whatever, how generous you want to be, just give us stars. I'm not doing six stars anymore because it's a new year and that's what hope. You just did it. No, I did five stars, I didn't do six stars. Yeah, but you just said that. Anyway. Just said that. <laughs> ah, who cares? <laughs> right, let's talk about what's going to happen in 2019. We're going to be covering WWE, NXT, Scottish wrestling, and a wee bit of any other forms of wrestling. So let's get started with the WWE, NXT segment of this show. So we're now coming into, the, obviously, WrestleMania season. Obviously, we've got a Royal Rumble preview show coming up in a couple of weeks, where we'll talk about the Rumble in a bit more depth, but... Probably a good time to try and give our predictions of what's going to happen around about the Rumble, WrestleMania in the next pretty much three, four months. So I'll start with Gary in this one. Gary, what's your thoughts on what's going to happen over this Royal Rumble, WrestleMania season this year? The road to WrestleMania is well and truly started, hasn't it, Stephen? I'm really pleased that we're getting two Royal Rumbles again this year. Hopefully not three. Um, and hopefully we get a miss on the greatest Royal Rumble this year. <laughs> Although you guys do know how much I like a, a 5pm fake pay-per-view. <laughs> the Women's Royal Rumble, I think, is looking a bit more predictable than the Men's Rumble this year. I don't imagine we'll get very good betting odds on Becky or Charlotte to be the winner. 
of the the women's rumble, the men's rumble, bit more unpredictable, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, do you agree on that one on the men's rumble fight? I mean, yeah, because you've got so many folk that you could possibly go, oh, they can win it or they can win it. Because there's people saying that Finn's going to get a really big push or the way that Drew's going right now, that he could be the potential winner. You have no idea where it's going to go this yeah, time. It's, it's good because uh, you've got so many twists and turns. Usually you kind of fight with rumbles like uh, one person's going to win usually, especially when it gets closer to the time. You tend to see... You can usually see, sort of like, oh, uh, it's going to be them. Like, you saw coming miles away when Roman was mm-hmm. going to win it. So, it's. I do like the fact that it's actually quite unpredictable and it'll actually add to the excitement mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. We kind of had, uh, even though it was a good shot last year, the Nakamura one, it was still, it, it got, it was quite predictable going into it. A lot of people had Nakamura down as the favourite in the weeks coming up to it. So, but this year we've obviously got at least maybe three or four Derek I think is right saying yeah, favourites. yeah definitely I think one of the other guys that's going to get a, maybe he's had to push me to an ex, ex-champion but I can see Seth Rollins maybe doing um, something this year mm. potentially winning it as well um, I think what Sarah said between Drew and Finn and Seth I think these guys are probably the favourites to, mm. to do something in the Rumble this year I think the Universal title match at the Royal Rumble Brock and Braun throws a bit of a spanner in the works here so looking at it you've got to think if Braun doesn't win the title this time what does that do for his credibility three shots at Lesnar unsuccessful mm. but um, if, I've seen an interesting um, rumour earlier on uh, about AJ Styles potentially winning the Rumble and going on to challenge mm-hmm. Brock for the Universal title at Mania which um, mm-hmm. would set up their rematch which we didn't get at Survivor Series and I'd be quite keen to see that again It's mm-hmm. interesting because we've talked about that you look at a lot of guys who are down as favourites you know you've got Drew Finn Seth there's not really a lot from the Smackdown side of things yeah, it's, it's, kind, mm-hmm. it's pretty much mostly Raw which is Kind of surprising considering that everybody's saying right now that uh, SmackDown's the brand that are doing a lot of the better things in Raw. But if you kind mm-hmm. of look at the, the SmackDown title picture, other than AJ with uh, Daniel Bryan, there's not really much in terms of that title picture, not really much credibility in the, in the card underneath the tournament. I think the way that Raw's been recently, I think Raw needs a bigger push than SmackDown does. Mm-hmm. The way things are going, and the last thing I want to see is an AJ Nakamura match again. I don't want to see one of them again. Well, that's the thing with AJ's title run, it kind of diluted a lot of their big matches in a way because the way WWE booked them, there was that one and the Samoa Joe feud. Yeah. They've kind of been done to death, so really, it's the mm-hmm. question of, I mean, they'll even just go off topic now. Who do you guys think on the SmackDown brand is capable of being Daniel Bryan's challenge on the coming months? The Miz. Ah, uh, yes, the Miz. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, it is, but it's weird because now that Daniel Bryan has turned heel and is the new Daniel Bryan and all that kind of stuff, mm. I, I just don't know if I could buy in because the whole point of the rivalry build-up was the fact that Daniel was the babyface, didn't like what The Miz was doing as a heel, and now it's roles reversed. Yeah. Especially now he's with Shane mm. McMahon and the best tag team in the world. Mm-hmm. Shane McMahon's a shout for the Royal Rumble. I mean, see, I don't think the actual feud with Daniel Bryan and AJ's finished yet. I mean, you've seen that the AJ was involved with the backstage segment with Vince, and we all know that when Vince gets involved with a superstar, they're in they're in for a really big push. Yeah, oh definitely. Obviously Vince has been on TV. It was on, it was last week he was on TV on the Christmas Day episode with AJ Styles. 
Yes, yeah, the backstage segment where AJ attacked him backstage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that, that's obviously a good indication of what's going to happen with uh, AJ in the next coming weeks. Uh, anybody else get any thoughts on the Royal Rumble then? Uh, while we're talking about, while we go back on the subject, obviously there's, we're going to go into a lot more depth in the preview show, but any other potential favourites? Who's going to make the appearances though? That I really want to know. Mm, I mean, that, that might be the setup for some of the folk that are coming back from injury, Kevin Owens. The return of Fandango. <laughs> The of the fashion I, was, I was thinking Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn more so, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. be disappointed by the fashion police coming back. <laughs> Another one as well is just the, the man who just came back that everybody loves to hate. John Cena's just returned as well, so mm-hmm. he could have a he could have a say in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, big match, John. Yep. Oh, with that with that new luscious hairdo of his, I'd love to see that John Cena hairdo, Stephen. Mm. I wonder if any of the five acts have been called up from NXT will get their debuts in the Royal Rumble. Um, Nikki Cross, maybe. Yeah, she definitely will. Probably Lars mm-hmm. as well. Big Otis. Oh, Otis. I would love to. I would love to see them like coming down. I, to the I was. I was see the caterpillar go down. <laughs> I mean, to be fair to Otis, he's he's one of these big men that can move, unlike a or the friend Viscera, who was just one of these big <laughs> oh men that could move. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for those who don't know, Gary is um, the head of the Viscera fan club, clearly, and wants the best team. Advocating for a Viscera podcast <laughs> in 2019. <laughs> oh my god. Do you ever manage to bring up Viscera when we're talking 205 Live? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, moving away from the untalented, let's go back to. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we obviously said that the women's Royal Rumble is a bit more predictable than the men. Uh, can anybody see anybody having a shout other than Charlotte or Becky? I would have said Alexa, but... She's meant to be coming back in the next coming weeks as well, so that could be another opportunity yeah. to get back in the ring, but... Well, see, I think whoever doesn't win the Rumble will be a shout for Money in the Bank. Right. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. We'll talk, we'll, we can, we'll talk about Money in the Bank later on the show as well. There's a lot of twists and turns that could potentially come in that one. Uh, Gary, you get Charlotte or Becky as the as a nail down then? Yeah, I, I do. I mean, I would, my heart says Bailey, but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, no, I can't see anybody else. Mm-hmm. Anybody else really has got credible, you know, be credible or have a shot of winning this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Derek, you agree on that one? Yeah, totally. For the first time ever, I agree with Gary. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, it's interesting how the Royal Rumble will go. Obviously, we'll talk a lot more when the cards are a bit more set and we know a bit more who's going to go into it. But what I quite like about this time of year, because obviously we've got the WrestleMania season in full, in full swing and it's a good time to try and take some bold shouts of who's at, what's going to be on the WrestleMania card I mean, how close we're going to get, obviously it's a big question but yeah, it's a good chance while it's still no match in to try and judge what's going to be on the card Sarah, I'll go to you because I know one match in particular that you want to see at WrestleMania Depends on which one because I want to see which one do I want to see <laughs> the best well, uh, Go for it, what, what, what do you oh. think is going to happen? I mean, I would love to see Finn and Drew go at it again. Interesting one. I mean, just sitting going like that, that's Fergal Devitt and Drew Galloway on like WrestleMania, like their match at TLC blew mm-hmm. me away. Um, and I wouldn't say no to seeing that, even if it's for like a mid-card belt, like the Intercontinental. Yeah, I think that's a good shout, I would, I would love that. I'd be so starstruck going, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised WWE's not uh, made reference to... Um, what happened at Fear and Loving 9? At <laughs> 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 the Hydro, mm. where Finn screwed Drew out of that match. That's exactly why I said that's how I got my buy into that match. I just remember 
Jack Chester handed over his 620, I mean weapon, over to Finn Balor to hit Drew Galloway with it. That's how I got the buy into that match. But I think it's, an in- it's interesting how they're going to use both Finn and Drew. I mean, that's one possibility. The big thing is coming up with Drew as well. Since obviously, even if he wins the Rumble, he doesn't win the Rumble. There's talk of him fighting Braun. At WrestleMania mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. is that a match we could buy into? I mean, I wouldn't say no, but like we do forget, like on the way to Mania, like between the Rumble, you've also got the Elimination mm-hmm. Chamber, so it could be they probably end up chucking that on a beef, like on that kind of pay per view, and maybe see how it goes. Yeah, and if it works out, try and put it on Mania because like, I think they'll be like testing the waters and see what they can change at the last minute if need be. Yes, it could potentially be chucked into that one. It could be a part of that one. I mean. There's also talking about a Fatal 4-Way match for the, for the Universal title. Gary, could you buy a Fatal 4-Way for the Universal title of Mania? Who'd be the four then? Drew, Drew uh, Rollins, Braun and, and Lesnar. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say no to that. I remember the Fatal 4-Way at SummerSlam, which uh, Lesnar and Braun were part of with uh, Small Joe and Reigns, wasn't it? And that was yeah. an excellent match. I wouldn't, yeah. say, I wouldn't say no to that, and it'd be great to see some of those guys get that headline spot. And we'd be guaranteed a Universal title match that the fans would be into, I think, <laughs> and might last more than five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah. We can do with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was. Uh, I mean, I'd like to see Seth back in the main event picture again once he's finished with this uh, mm-hmm. with this feud with uh, Ambrose, which is not going the way that anybody would hoped or expected it would have gone. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'd like to see. Oh, yeah, I'd like to see Seth challenging for the the main event picture again. Yeah, it'd be good to kind of see him back in there because he's not had a world title reign in a long, long time. His last one was very brief before he got cashed in on on by mm-hmm. uh, Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. Two years ago now, mm-hmm. two years, three years ago now, I think it would have been. It's been yeah. a long time. I, I think Carson's. Yeah. <laughs> you had a bad experience, Quacko. <laughs> uh, yeah! Repressed like, memories. The past like, couple of Manias, guys, you know uh, Braun Strowman has not had a, a good role at those Manias. He had the, the tag match last year with Nicholas, and the year before that, he was in the Battle Royal, despite being really hot, leading both of them. So surely this is the year that mm-hmm. Braun's got to get a decent spot at Mania. And if not the Universal title, what else? i seen uh, a rumour earlier on that was hinting that he might be the man to face The Undertaker in his last match and The Undertaker puts him over on his way out. Is it his proper last match or this, ma- this oh, last, his last match, match until, until next the year. next one? <laughs> <laughs> Before he starts... The Undertaker thing's interesting because it's not really been discussed in as great a detail this year as it has in previous years. So, I mean, no. obviously, I think a lot of us were sure on The Undertaker after we saw that match at, at, the, at the last uh, pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, I think mm-hmm. if Undertaker was a dog, you'd have you'd put him down by now. You'd put him in misery. <laughs> to, be fa- to be fair, uh, uh, that match between him and Kane versus DX, oh, jeez. I was going to say, you never know, he could actually just appear at the end of the Universal mm. title match. And that could be a Universal title match. Like, I think Braun's going to take it at uh, the Royal Rumble. I just, I've got this feeling the Lesnar's not mm. going to be back. Um, so he could actually appear at the end and that could be a Universal title match. Could well, you Braun versus Taker for the belt? Ooh. Yes. That, 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 but the question is, uh, <laughs> how, how long would that match actually go on for? <laughs> It'd be like a five-minute match or something like that. <laughs> It depends. I mean, you've got ten minutes for the take down. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you if you if you include entrances, it could be at least fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah, that, 
15-20 minutes went all in, but five minutes for the actual in-run action meeting would just like take, uh, choke slam, running. People are popped for the paper, mm. then that'll be it, it'll be fine. I don't know, I think people are. <laughs> I think the whole taker ideas kind of started to soar a wee bit, as, as yeah. I say, with that, that recent run. I mean, the other, yeah. the other possibility for taker is his unfinished business with Big Match John mm. from last year. I mean, can we yeah. see that being a potential uh, being renewed again? I hope. Not again. 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 You know, he's not been in a headline or headline or spotlight position for some time now. I've seen a rumour of him versus Samoa Joe for WrestleMania. Mm. That'd be interesting. Mm. I mean, that's something... Yeah, I would go for that, yeah. Mm. I would like to see him versus Almas, Almas mm. actually. It's, it's potentially a good one as well. I mean, we give him a good push, yeah. 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 It's about time to start putting like the new guys over as well, like just so mm. he's passing the torch over. Because how long can John Cena actually keep going while no, he's not in Hollywood much, as well? He's only talking about. He's he's openly said he's a part time wrestler. Yeah. yeah. After all the years, yeah. I'm not a part timer. I'll be here all the time. Yeah. I do see something good coming for Armas personally because he has been quite a bit focal. He's not really happy with his position in WWE. And yeah. added to that, I've forgotten who it is, but there's a wrestler that. WWE are trying to sign from Lucha Underground and what's actually holding him back from signing is the fact that he's seen what has happened to Almas and that's holding him back from actually signing. Yeah, yeah I've, I've seen that yeah. remember as well. It's, I mean, you can understand Almas's frustration. I mean, he started off the year with a five-star match with Johnny Gargano mm-hmm. and he's ending the, well, he, he did end mm-hmm. the year technically in a tag team match with uh, involving AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. So, not the worst spot, but it's, it's, in between, he's not really had the year that he would have hoped after that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, the, the picture, mm-hmm. the scenario you painted there, Stephen, about Samoa Joe would be a good one because Joe desperately needs a, a rub. So, going all, uh, going up against Cena at WrestleMania would do Joe incredible good, I think. Yeah, I think Joe is due a big WrestleMania moment because obviously he's not been on the card the last two years. Mm-hmm. So this could be his chance to kind of show how good that's good he actually is. We look looking as well. I mean, the other interesting one we talked about. You mentioned obviously about Finn potentially going for the IC title, Sarah. Uh, the IC title is currently on Dean mm-hmm. Ambrose. I mean, what are we seeing for Dean Ambrose? Because his rumored WrestleMania match was apparently against Roman Reigns, which we can't believe. Yeah, I would say I don't think I, I don't think that will happen now. But I mean. The one thing I can maybe see happening is because Dean's supposed to be like I don't know if he is actually still the lunatic or he's just gone mm-hmm. completely oh, he's insane. Actually, he actually um, <laughs> But um, it's bring bring out the demon, bring out the demon. Mm. To face Dean. Yes. Yes. Mm. I mean, like they always they do push Finn as like being the the extraordinary man that can do extraordinary mm. things. But there's every so often that they have actually brought out the demon, like they brought it out for what was meant to be for Bray Wyatt. Um, and they brought it out for like a surprise thing at SummerSlam with uh, Baron Corbin, which nobody had any idea that the demon was going to come out to play because they didn't even hint it. So, I mean, he's done like his big normal entrances, he's done his LBGT one at Mania, so why not have yep. the big demon entrance? I mean, imagine the spectacle they could awesome. have for that. I'd love to see that. 
would be, I'd be actually really good. Actually, the thing, the thing about the demon is, you know, he's he, he means business from that one. Obviously, the de- he's not lost yet as the demon on the main roster, so it could, exactly. it, 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 as I say, for a WrestleMania spectacle, it would be absolutely brilliant. I mean, well, obviously that's for the IC title, but we're forgetting we've got the US title as well on SmackDown. It's hard, well, obviously, it's not really been used very well in the last year. But it's now on. It's now on. Rusev can. Yeah. Derek, can you see Rusev holding that title through to Mania and having a big match, or do you think he'll be kind of? No, I don't. Um, I can see him having it for a wee while and then losing it before <laughs> um, Mania. To who? That's a. That's a. That's a question though. Yeah. Um, to who? So I don't know who would who could potentially take it on. Almas maybe. Mm-hmm. Is the one guy you can kind of mm-hmm. see on the SmackDown side from a heel perspective that could probably take me? The other guys, you've got the likes of Samoa Joe, but maybe it's Samoa Joe. Is the, I, the US title a step down for Joe? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Probably say so. What about, like, you've got EC3 coming up from mm, NXT? That's an interesting one as well. EC3. Like, even just getting, like, a multi man match for it? A multi man match is probably quite. A good shout! I way to get lots of lots of the mid card or upper mid card guys on the on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that is very potentially. You've obviously got Nakamura still floating about there as well. You could potentially do his shot back then. Yeah, as you, it's a good. If you talk about other guys, Rey Mysterio as well could be chucked in that one as well. But uh, what about Rey Mysterio? Mm-hmm. Almost actually, main in there for him. That would potentially Ooh. be quite a good one. The, the styles is one of the matches. I mean. Rey Mysterio's had dream matches talked about in the past. Uh, there was always talk about him facing Sin Cara. That's not really like screaming at WrestleMania matches. <laughs> <laughs> nah, considering they, considering they used to team together, it's... Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, no, I, 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 that one it definitely doesn't scream out to me. But <laughs> one match, one uh, division that does scream out to me for potential great matches, of course, the, the women's division. And we've got those mm-hmm. uh, that kind of threesome at the moment of Ronda, Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch, where we could have a potential match between any of the three of them. What's everybody's thoughts on what should be the match between those three? I think there'll be two singles matches, that's where I put my money. Ronda versus Becky and Asuka versus Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, agree, I would agree on that one. I think it's the only way they can really go because you've got the issue now, you've got Asuka who's been built up and now it's obviously the SmackDown Women's Champion. So if they go with the triple threat, mm-hmm. then that leaves Asuka and Limbo a wee bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think everybody wants to see Becky versus Ronda, don't they? Like, everybody wants to see that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think the, the um, Charlotte and Asuka match would also be a fantastic match as well. So I see what, what Gary's saying there um, makes total sense. Mm-hmm. See, I can see it being... See, for the Raw one, I can actually see Becky and Charlotte. Because it was originally... The rumoured one was supposed to be Charlotte and mm-hmm. Ronda. And with Becky being the hottest character and the hottest talent that you've got right now, and there's still unfinished business there, I can see it being two like two triple threat matches because it's enabled to build up a new feud on mm-hmm. SmackDown because we saw Charlotte and Asuka last year, and yeah, that that blew everybody away. But it's that's that could be very very close to just copy and paste in mm-hmm. and being lazy. Yeah, potentially not. I mean, I think there was a rumored match I heard about the other day that apparently before this whole. Becky Charlotte stuff that they're coming about that we're going to have Ronda versus Natalia oh, for the Raw Women's title. I'm glad we had that on Raw and it's done now. <laughs> it was a good yeah. match on Raw. Yeah, yeah, it was very good, but yeah. Oh, yeah. it certainly doesn't scream a WrestleMania match. That's yeah. up there with Rey Mysterio's Sin Cara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
what about moving um, Natty or like Ember Moon to SmackDown God, as well? Something. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's yeah. actually the flop. I mean, Ember and Asuka put on really good matches in mm-hmm. NXT. So what would be stopping them to put on a good yeah, match true. at WrestleMania that SmackDown yeah, women's title? Definitely, I think that's a, that's a, a good shout for that one. Actually, I would say. Um, so See, my wincing at uh, Natalia Ronda Rousey, it wasn't more because of the two of them. It's just because I know WWE would butcher the rivalry. That's all. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of potentials. Um, they've got the right squad as well. They can move on to Smack, move back to SmackDown. Maybe mm-hmm. have you WWE Women's Tag Team Championships? Mm, maybe. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't complain about an Asuka Ruby Riot rival. <laughs> I think that'd be quite a good feud. There's, uh, mm-hmm. there's so many pretty much that's the thing about wrestling that's, a, that's a, just 15 minutes or so and we've kind of bashed out a good few matches so you never know what WWE's actually going to end up doing one actually thing as well when I'm on the subject that could come up around about this time leading to Wrestlemania is the recent announcement of the women's tag team titles as well which is coming mm-hmm. to I mean could that be decided at Wrestlemania you think? It'd be a great spot for it mm-hmm. it would be yeah I mean, there's been a good few. There's a, they've established a good few tag teams now in the women's division. The iconics. I don't know. I think um, I think one Iconic. of them is out in, the, in Gary's house. Oh yes, Lucy's just bought purchased with her Christmas money her Boss and Hug Connection T-shirt. <laughs> and if there's any justice in the world, they'll be the first tag team champions. I don't know. You could have a scenario. What happened at, Wrestle- at WrestleMania if they two were to face, say, the Riot Squad and then one of them turns on the other one and then that's how they lose? No! Don't do this to me! <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll have Ronda turning heel and Ember turning heel all on the same night and just ruin everything for me because they're Lucy's three favourites now. <laughs> this, is what ke- this is what keeps Gary up at night. I not not... Uh, increasing taxes and Brexit. No, it's the the, <laughs> the, the Bailey Bailey U-turn. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us have got the priorities right, but I think it'd be a quite a good swap for. I could probably see probably Sasha and Bailey against one of you know one of the other teams. You know, you've obviously got as long as it's not Ni- as long as it's not Tamina and Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That could end, that's a, they could end up getting it. You know, they, they seem to be quite high in the two yeah. of them. Some, for some reason <laughs> I don't really know why but it's good that they're going to have a, a, tag, a women's tag team championship even though it was announced in the most weirdest of fashion yeah. they do like a tournament style and <laughs> there could be the final uh, at Mania or a Rumble for it do you think you could do something like that potentially build it up a bit I think so I mean, and you could obviously they could chuck a few legends in there to kind of make things credible you've got Lita and Trish yeah. obviously they were a team at Evolution you could have them putting one of these new teams over or winning the titles themselves? You know? No, 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 the creation of these titles, as we talked about on the NXT call-up show, the the creation of these tag titles will be really good for the Iconics. I I, I don't think they need to be the first people to win it, but uh, that that uh, the titles being there for them to chase will give them some purpose, which mm-hmm. I think is what they've been lacking. No, they've they've not really done a lot since they debuted. Obviously, they got that 
they got a decent spot at Evolution, even though they got eliminated from the Battle Royal by everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a pretty prominent spot. They didn't really just yeah, get chucked out and nothing. They got, they got, and obviously they got the win in, in Melbourne as well. So a lot of potential for that division. That could be the thing that launches them permanently on the main roster. Mm. Uh, so the other thing is obviously the other big thing we look forward to every year that's big about excitement is the money in the bank. And we obviously have got two Money in the Banks this, again this year. I mean, what's our predictions for first the women's Money in the Bank? Uh, Sarah, what's your thoughts on that? Now, I did say that it could be anybody that probably didn't have the best spot in the Royal Rumble. I mean, you've got... I mean, they had they had a Raw person win it last year. Could it be another SmackDown person? I mean, oh. I could actually see, see if Becky fails at mm. Mania. I can see her being the new Money in the Bank holder. I think she would do absolutely brilliant. Yes, I think a lot of it could go down. It's hard to kind of predict at this point because we've still got Mania to come, you mm-hmm. know, and there's so many permutations. But Gary, is again a case of, as this fair as says, Becky. Again, Charlotte or Becky scenario? I think so. I had noted down that um, I'm not too sure who they would go for, but I don't think it will be a heel. Cause the, the first two women's Money in the Bank winners were Carmella and Alexa. So I can see uh, I can see a babyface winning it this time. That story, if it was Charlotte, for example, that won this one, if if, if Becky gets a big match with Ronda at Mania, it sets up a really nice story. If if, uh, if or for Charlotte to appear one night in Raw, cash in on Ronda, and uh, potentially mm. infl- potentially inflict Ronda's first defeat on her. Yeah, I mean, that that's the thing as well. I mean, well. We're- Again, it all goes down to is Ronda going to win that match at Mania, whatever one she has. There's also the big rumour of Ronda going to SmackDown because Fox won Ronda. So, yeah. it's a lot of things on that one. I think we talked about Ember Moon. I think this could mm-hmm. be a good shout for Ember Moon. Mm. Or how about Nikki Cross? You Nikki Cross for everything, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, could you imagine? Could- could you imagine her running around with a briefcase and just mm-hmm. talking to everybody? Mm-hmm. And just her talking to it? Another um, particular angle could be maybe the <laughs> one of the, the Riot Squad met winning it and the three of them sort of team up together. That's what... That'd be quite interesting. Or fight over the, it. I, that's what I was going to say, but the ideal person for me would be Ruby what Riot to win it. But although, you never know, it could be Charlotte. And she, if we have that Becky versus Ronda match, we have that Seth Rollins type moment. Mm. Oh, no cash in a mania. That's an, that's an interest. That obviously would go down to if they have like a set match, you know. I mean, there's obviously mm-hmm. the potential. Uh, obviously, SummerSlam could maybe cut this. Becky Charlotte needs to be a match. No, not Becky Charlotte, sorry. Becky Ronda needs to be a match to do on a big stage if they're going to always do it. So yeah. it could end up happening again at SummerSlam, and that's where we have that kind of scenario. I mean, knowing WWE, they're going to give it to Nia Jax. Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fear you might be right, Stephen. I don't know, it's Naomi. I mean... Naomi. I would probably say, like, see see if there was ever a chance that Paige could ever come back. I would have given it to her. I would love to see Like, because there there has been talks that she's actually very close to being cleared again, but there's, like, still that shadow of a doubt. I mean, if Daniel Bryan can come back and he was told never, ever, 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 ever Mm -hmm. again, then what's the stop page? I mean, like, I know she's been probably taking bumps for just as long as he has, but there's like she's been taken off TV. What are you going to do with her? I think it's because Paige has got that 
type of injury that Edge had, and it's just a potential mm-hmm. risk of type of life type mm-hmm. thing as opposed to concussion type type one. So it's yeah, it's completely I mean, head in terms you, of that, you know. True. I mean, I think if you gave it to like the Riot Squad, I can probably see that that being their device and then fighting yeah. over it. Like, imagine if like all three of them grabbed it at the one time. If they were all in the Money in the Bank match and all three of them grabbed mm-hmm. it. So like, try and fight over. It's like, oh no, we'll be a we'll be a cohesive unit, and then it's just like level turn on Sarah, and then Sarah starts sniffing at Ruby, and Ruby will just take them all out. Yeah, potentially that's an interesting one. I mean, the never also got the men's one as well. Now the issue I've had with the men's rumble in recent years is they gave it to somebody who doesn't really need it. Mm-hmm. I think they should use this year again to try and build someone up. But again, the question is, who are they going to build up? Demo. Demo. Demo would be fun, would be cool, but Demo needs to win a match first. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah. No offense, no offense, <laughs> table. I mean, I mean, probably, I would probably say like Drew Finn, maybe Almas, or uh, out of the blue, yeah. Ty Dillinger. I don't think it'll be another. I don't think it'll be another monster. I think Braun's run with the this, the briefcase this year was pretty lackluster. Yeah, well, it wasn't mm-hmm. great, was it? Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I would like to see us going back to that. The cashing could happen. At any time story so in that case it's probably going to be a heel maybe um, I know, a, a sneaky heel potentially maybe I mean it's, a, it's perfect for somebody like Kevin Owens if he's still a heel if he's a, mm-hmm. coming back a heel yeah. the question yes. is will he come back a heel yes you know yeah, he'll come yes. back he can't, he, he can't be a baby face I mean he was a baby face for like what a few hours <laughs> in NXT and then turned on <laughs> Sammy yeah but you know they could, could flip flop that and it could be Sammy the heel and Kevin Owens the face you know mm-hmm. See, Sammy can't pull off no, just a, like a Lashley I mean, Sisters. If, if he has to, he, he needs to change his music if that's <laughs> the case. I mean, you you seen like the the wee meme that was like of the Simpsons and the dance around Sammy's music and it's just like the guy's like quite mm-hmm. grumpy and you just see one of them dancing around. So that's how it felt. So. Like in my opinion, Kevin Owens can't be a baby face. Like he just, he just can't. I mean, I can't even imagine it. He's been healed for that yeah, long. Yes, so I don't imagine. But you talked somebody about the Lashley <laughs> sisters was mentioned there. Listen, mm-hmm. Not a Lashley for money in the bank. <laughs> Please, no, because he's absolutely mm-hmm. more of the old rush. Yeah. I don't know. I'd quite like, I'd quite like to see him actually give him the ball and run me a wee bit. You know, they need to do something with him. Anyway, mm-hmm. something better. Um, so I think that could be a good shout. Mm-hmm. I can see him being in the match because these matches you need your, you need your flyers, you need your catchers. So he'd certainly be a good guy mm-hmm. there from the, the latter side of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what about the prospects of them uh, teasing a U Day split up again? Do you see that being happening? Or do you think they, they missed the boat with that this year? I hope not. Yeah. Probably, probably not. Nah. Probably they're, no. just, they're, they're just going to be like a team forever, then. Yeah. <laughs> you know probably, that, like, yes. Predict tag team yeah. splitting up, but I'm going to say no in this one. <laughs> 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 it's, a it's all a question of when Kofi's going to like try to escape his elimination. It's like he's pretty much done everything. What oh, can God, he do that's now? Something that's, that's something I'll obviously bring up in the Rumble preview. I think. I mean, what's, how will Kofi survive? <laughs> 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 and who? It's a question as well. Like, see, we were talking about. Well, I was talking about like, the possibility of Finn winning this. Now he was the Iron Man of last year's Rumble. And it was a very, very similar situation with Rey Mysterio when he won it. So, could the Iron Man be the one to actually take it this time? Because you've always got an Iron Man. I've match. got a tip. It's going to be our truth. Our won't even make. will get knocked out in like five seconds. Don't you dare! They'll forget. Don't you dare! It's going to enter the women's one. It's going to forget that it's the men and going to go and win. Carmelo's going to. 
He's gonna literally, he's gonna tell Carmella, no, I've got this. So she'll be like, hold on a minute, this is Margot. See if that yours. happens, I will pop like that. <laughs> you know yes. what's gonna happen. What's gonna so happen fun. is that, like, he's gonna show up and then Becky's just gonna take the tour of it and kill him off it. It's like that time he tried to get a ladder. <laughs> 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 thinking, his, thinking his money in the bank. Oh, uh, yeah. That's something I mean. He's got a decent wee push in recent weeks. You never know what's going to happen with him. What about uh, a returning Bray Wyatt? I mean, he'll, he'll be back. Maybe he'll be back for the Royal Rumble. Could he be rehabilitated and re-established as a credible world champion? I don't know. I mean, they've, they've ruined his last world title, right? Yeah. Exactly, and they ruined this character. His character got ruined long ago, you know. So that's yes, a potential shout. They still see something in. There is still something in him, you know. He's got that character, obviously. So never know, never know. Known Vince will bring Batista back, and he'll win it. Known <laughs> <laughs> Vince will put Shane and money in the bank. Mm. <laughs> Shane and Nia is the money in the bank winners. Could you just oh, see that? Man, that was- oh god. Oh. Uh, we thought the Miz potentially again, actually, for money in the bank. Yeah. That's another shout. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Never know. Just, it, again, it's hard to kind of predict because we are still, you know, in January. Yeah, we could just decide, oh, they're going to be in it, and then they're not going to turn up whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to live that down, am I, guys? <laughs> nope. Uh, it was like Ross with the Rumble, where he put down for Ember Moon to, to be in to win it. Ember Moon never showed up. No, no the Battle Royal, sorry. Battle Royal. Uh, Battle, Battle Royal and Mania. And Mania. And then she turned up the next night. It's like, ah. <laughs> I mean, is there, is there anything else quickly before we go have a wee break? Is there anything else people might think will happen next in the coming year? It's going to be the year of the truth. You're the only person who thinks that. What? No, I'm not. <laughs> truth for the world title, you know. Truth to win everything. Truth to beat Lesnar. <laughs> yep. Truth to win. Yep. Um, uh, I'd probably say like a tag team elimination chamber. Uh, the, the, Could maybe happen again. Mean, yeah. yeah, they did it for the tag titles. I was, I was actually watching that the other day. Quite entertaining to watch about. Uh, it's an, it's a, it was an interesting concept having all the UD members in the one mm-hmm. chamber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, there, is, there any, is there any first time ever's left for them to do now? <laughs> I think we've ran out of them all. But um, a first time ever, first blood match. An inferno yeah. match. First yeah. time ever. Like a, like a fire. <laughs> <laughs> like a fire to settle the feud between Naomi and Mandy Rose. <laughs> Jim, uh, Jimmy, you're so on a pole. Where you so go? Well, you know how I'm trying to get Quacker on a pole, so I figure out the logistics. Wait, yeah, how's that going? Not well. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Emily Hayden are working on it. Well, your your work is not working. <laughs> I'm also working with the Kings of Catch on something, mm, so... Interesting. Maybe talk about that in the second half of the show. <laughs> I think, um, going back to WWE, I think this is a massive year for WWE because, the, you know, the viewing's sort of sliding down and I think it's maybe time for them, for Vince, to sort of start listening to the fans more mm-hmm. than anything. You know, putting over the, the guys that we want to get put over, not helping out his mates, so to speak, but uh, I think it's a massive, massive year for WWE. I look forward to see what happens in it. Yeah, there's, there's, there's so many potential permutations. It's inter- it'll be interesting to see how things go in WWE, obviously, in the next 12 months now. Yeah, Stephen, sorry, just before we finish on this, I just wanted to say, um, if you think back to this time last year, mm-hmm. we were the roadmap was pretty clear where they were going with uh, Roman and Brock. Mm-hmm. This year, it's all up in the air. Yeah. I, think much, I find that much more exciting and much more interesting. Oh, yeah. And I look forward to seeing where it goes. No, I completely agree. And I think that's obviously what will excite the fans a lot more, potentially not knowing what's going to happen, instead of that predictability of what we got last year going to Mania. But, yeah, so that's pretty much 
for what we, some of the things we think is going to happen in, in 2019 in WWE. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about what we think could happen in Scottish wrestling. Plus, we maybe we'll talk a wee bit about some of the other stuff that's happening, including in Japan, Wrestle Kingdom, and potentially over here in the world of sport. But we'll be back in a short while, so we'll see you soon. Hi, everybody. This is your medal jockey, and you're listening to It's Lip Suplex Retweet. Have fun. You don't want the Intercontinental Championship. There's no other title that you can have. You understand me? You're a stupid son of a bitch, and I'm going to shove it down your fucking throat at Tokyo Dome. Okay? Do you understand me? Huh? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand me, Naito? Huh? Do you understand? You stupid son of a bitch. Huh? I understand. Huh? I yeah. Understand. Yeah, you better understand. You see this title right here? This stupid son of a bitch. Come on, Naito! You stupid son of a bitch! Come on! So everybody that has a ticket for Wrestle Kingdom 13, save that ticket, because it will be always known as the last show that Naito ever did in New Japan and anywhere else. The night Chris Jericho retired Naito, I'll see you at the Tokyo Dome for your farewell show. Sayonara, Naito. Chris Jericho's coming for you. Yo, it's your boy Shug D out here swag surfing in Scotland. And when I'm doing my thing, I like to think I do it in this order. It's eat, sleep, suplex, retweet. Let me run that back for you. It's eat, sleep, suplex, retweet. Remember the order. Listen to the show. Now you know. It's Shug D for the 99-2000. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to eat, sleep, suplex, retweet. Welcome back to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I'm Stephen Wilson and I'm joined by Derek, Gary, Sarah, Kwaku and we're now also joined by Casey Smith. Sleeping good. Hey! Casey, how the fuck are you? Uh, I'm okay, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm better now that I know that you've not, you know, died. <laughs> <laughs> having a very good sleep. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> but it's, it's good to now have you joining us. Stacey, you missed the WWE part, so that's you're not missed much. Well, I, I am quite sad that I missed that, but... Yeah. Expert <laughs> <laughs> punditry, as usual. <laughs> So yeah, we're, we're doing our preview of 2019 here. We've talked already about WWE, and now we'll go on to Scottish wrestling. Great. Not much ICW or other things, Scottish wrestling. Since you missed the first half of the show, I'm going to start with Stacey here. Stacey, who, 
Who are you expecting to be the breakout stars of this year in Scotland? The breakout stars? Mm-hmm. I've got a few Go for it. top of my head right now. So I've got three at the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Kieran Kelly, Leighton Buzzard, and Kev Evans. Knew you were going to say Kev. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, those are three obvious quite popular names, guys. What's our thoughts, first of all, on uh, Kieran Kelly? I mean, how can he not break out? He's been a, an amazing talent that you've got so far, and he's always put on extremely good matches. But I don't know, I think it's just because he's, he's sort of been stuck with the whole Kieran versus Leighton throughout really the entire year. So it would be, be nice to have maybe something a bit different. I'm not saying that they haven't been like entertaining matches. It's just been mm. quite repetitive. But I can definitely see him going up mm. for the Zero-G mm. in ICW, if it's still yeah. the Zero-G uh, mm. come mm. the new year. Or maybe forming a tag team and going for the tag mm. team titles. Interesting. Uh, who do you think he'd team up with? I mean, who could he not team up with? I mean, if, if Leighton were to break away from Joe Hendry, I would like to see them two yeah, team up. Yeah, that would be quite entertaining. But, Maybe bring in yes. uh, Craig Anthony. Oh, I think as well. It's a great show, Craig Anthony, actually. Very much a uh, prediction from a lot of people. Obviously, Mikey Whitlash said he should be there this year, you know? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Derek, you also had Leighton down? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, guys, the guy's brilliant. I mean, I think we, we, spoke, we spoke about him a lot on, on this show. Um, but I think that he's a big year for guys who aren't involved with companies like World of Sport and WWE for, for ICW try to get these guys over so I've been you know waiting sort of one of the guys that fits that bill oh yeah definitely he's so he's so entertaining yeah very entertaining he's absolutely brilliant and uh, uh, obviously Stacey your other name there was Kez Evans everybody knows you're a big Kez Evans fan uh, are you looking forward to seeing what he's got now that he's in with Dallas um, yeah I think I'm looking forward to like just seeing more of what he can do, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm just looking forward to looking forward to seeing what they all can do. Oh yeah, definitely. They are they are three of the most uh, talented stars coming up at the moment. Gary, what's your thoughts? Who do you think you can see in the next uh, twelve months in Scotland? I think yeah, Derek touched on a good point there. I think this is a really important year for ICW, and the need for some new, fresh stars is never never felt more apparent to me one of the the folks i've seen i've really enjoyed going to the wrestle experience scotland shows this past year and i look forward to doing so again uh, in 2019 one of the guys i've seen quite a few times there is austin osiris and uh, i wonder if he oh, might yes. get a, a breakthrough or a, a debut in icw or we might see some more of him in icw sorry i think he's already appeared in it at some point hasn't he them all. I wonder yeah. if we might see more of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely an interesting one. There's a few names, obviously. The, the good thing is, obviously, to people not as familiar with the other Scottish uh, promotions, a lot of good names kicking about there. Quacko mentioned one and Craig Anthony. I mean, there's another one, Quacko, who's a very vocal critic, I think it's fair to say, of the show. <laughs> uh, the, the, the source champion, uh, Alexander Darwin McAllen. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think this is his year to go on his own? I think so. This is going to be a big year for Alexander Darwin McAllen, and I am not fretted at all to say this at all. <laughs> he's going to have the best year. He's, in fact, I think he's going to claim all the belts. All the belts? All the belts. Are you sure you weren't fretted to say that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's a nice enough guy. Hey! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> 
he doesn't threaten people at all. <laughs> what about yourself, Sarah? Who do you think could have a breakout year this year? Well, see, coming from source, definitely Alexander Darwin McAllen, Craig Anthony, but Luke Matthews is one that I'm watching right now because um, it's actually just been announced that he's taken on Mark Haskins at the Source Govan show. Now, that's that's a match that I'm really looking forward to. Like, I really enjoyed its fatal four-way with um, Scott McManus, Kieran Kelly and Speedball Mike Bailey um, at their Lennox Town show. I think he would, be an, he would be a good one. In terms of women, you've got, like, the up-and-coming talents, you've got... Angel Hayes and Ashley Vega mm-hmm. as well, but you've also got Jokey mm-hmm. um, or Aval, depending on what promotion mm-hmm. she's in. I think she could be an, a, an actual breakout star this year. I mean, I wouldn't say mm-hmm. no to her taking on Kaylee Ray for the Women's mm-hmm. Championship. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one. You, you touched upon that, that. You've only touched upon a few names, but one of the things is we've talked that's been talked about in the past on this show. They want to see the women's division in ICW be expanded, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. you've, you've named three names there. I mean. That's that could probably potentially double the amount of regular roster I kind of seen. Yeah, well, you've also you've also got like true to my heart, you've got Emily Hayden and you've also got Anastasia kicking around mm-hmm. the mix as well. Yeah, not to mention any women that they can maybe bring in, maybe on a temporary basis from over in Ireland from OTT because mm-hmm. they've been bringing bringing over a lot of people for fierce females. Mm-hmm. So maybe they can bring them into the mix just to sort of thicken it just for mm-hmm. a little while. Yeah. Oh, definitely. There's, there's a lot of potential as well. I mean, another thing as well, we talk about uh, break. Uh, it's not really so much a breakout year, but this could be a big year for them. Uh, uh, Derek, you've got this one down. Quack could probably agree on this one. King's a catch. Yeah, mm. yeah they're definitely not one yes. year, by the way. <laughs> 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 worrying about that, but I can see this being a massive year um, um, for the Kings of Catch. You know, they're exciting, but everybody loves them, um, and they're, they're very, very good together. Um, and obviously, they're fighting at um, Square Go for the Belt, which will be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You think this is quite good? You think they're going to pull the trigger? Or you think they'll. Pull I the hope again? so. Like, everyone is burning for this to happen. Mm-hmm. It needs to happen. It's. I, I, I don't want to take fate, but this has got to happen because the, I know I don't think they're a riot, but I've got to. This. I'm sorry, I'm just too caught up in this. <laughs> I can't even speak. It's <laughs> no, not, not like you. <laughs> I'll shop you. <laughs> you can just tell that Quack has got like a lot of group format for him. It's like, if kids of catch don't win, we will riot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got that that sign that somebody had like at the ECW show we see those like Cena wins we riot. <laughs> <laughs> Tag team division is pretty interesting now though. We've got another names as well. We've got the likes of the Pugs and the Fight Network. Mm-hmm. I would like to see the Purge. I think the Purge have been excellent in ICW. So I'd like to see them get a bit of a push, maybe towards the end of the year, maybe challenging the Kings of Cats for the title. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see that. I think they're they're really good together. Work well together. And you know, I think I think I think they deserve their, their spot. Like like we mentioned earlier, ICW need to get these guys who are wrestling for World of Sport and um, WWE and stuff like that. And then these two uh, two tag teams that are you know that are in that in that bracket, which I think would be great to see they two going going at it. Yeah, there's a lot of good shouts there in terms of um, talent, obviously coming up. But a good thing we we get we see with ICW, it's quite good even on a one-off. Is some of the potential. Like what we call them, export appearances coming in. Mm-hmm. First, which we want to talk about, I'm quite excited, but we'll talk maybe on a square go. Is the Tony Storm at the square go? One example. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, 
I'll go. Stacey, what's your thoughts on Tony Storm? I I can't wait to see her match. I actually can't wait to actually see her in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic show. I mean, obviously, you talk about just a couple of months ago, she won the May Young Classic. Yeah. I know she's mm-hmm. going to be appearing in Glasgow. It's a big, it's, it's, it's a big move considering the recent uh, rumours about contracts with the NXT UK guys. Mm-hmm. She's obviously one of their big stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one potential. But obviously, we've got a lot of open opportunities for stuff. I mean, I mean in the recent shows, Lionheart says he wants to take on world-class talent, which opens up to the field to a lot of people. I'll go, Gary, with you. who do you think we could see? Big names showing up ICW. I think it'll be the strategy on imports has been quite interesting. So we went in the past year from lots of Attitude Era imports for big shows being phased out to go for imports that would have been well-knowing to, to people like us, uh, such as British Strong Style appearing at Fear and Loathing. And those folk delivered a, a fantastic match quality. Uh, much better than I think any of the matches we've seen off the imports, such as people like Ray Mysterio and Rob Van Dam spring to mind. Mm-hmm. But they didn't ha- they didn't seem to draw in people that weren't going to buy tickets either. Anyway, that we were going to buy tickets regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think they do need to find a sort of balance. They probably still need some of those imports that will bring in the casual fan and grow the audience base. But for um, so you, you touched on Lionheart a moment ago. So the minute I heard about Lionheart's open challenge or challenge to uh, world-class athletes, I thought that James Storm might be one of the people that will answer that. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, has been appearing in I- ICW fairly regularly recently, but he might wonder if he might be, turn out to be uh, Lionheart's challenger for Fear and Loathing. Uh, sorry, not Fear and Loathing, for the square goal. Uh, and that's a match I would I'd quite like to see. He's been a great example of an import who's come in and done a great job. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, he's certainly not not phoned it in in any way, shape or form. He's given everything. As I suspect Tony Storm will do the same. I'm going to get the pronunciation wrong here. Angelico. Um, Angelico. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to seeing him reappear again at the Swear Go as well. You've got, uh, was it Druganoff as well? He's going to fight mm-hmm. uh, Joe Coffey. That should be a, an absolute yeah. cracker of a match. Judging mm-hmm. by Dragunov's appearances and progress with Pete Dunne, he's matched with him. So there's a lot of potential in that. Sarah, what's your predictions in terms of imports? Well, like Gary's already said, like, Angelico, I was so excited when oh. that got announced. Like, I I loved him at Shugs against Mikey Whiplash, and I was dying to see him back mm-hmm. again. I mean, it all just sort of depends. Like, you have, like, the whole imports that are coming like it's like oh you can't fight this person or like the speculation that you can't fight this person it kind of narrows mm-hmm. it down a little bit but i think probably one that i would like to see would be Ooh. will osprey, osprey yeah, i think uh, whether that would yeah. actually happen with his contract the way his contract works i think with you japan and that though maybe i mean i mean him and lionheart are both uh, world of sport talents as well so you avoid any potential mm-hmm. speculated issues um, I mean, if there was no speculated issues, I mean, I would have thought maybe Triple H would let someone from NXT come over, like Johnny Gargano or something like that, or like see Champa come over, like champion versus champion. Well, that's, that's bold. That's a bold. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh. if you talk about Osprey coming in, one match I would love to see him based on the kind of world of sport thing was uh, him and Stevie Boy when Stevie Boy comes back. Because mm-hmm. they had that mix mm-hmm. yes. match. They, Stevie and Kayleigh versus uh, Bea Priestley and well, Osprey, so that would be an absolute cracker mm-hmm. of a match, I think. I mean, if we're not talking about imports, then Stevie. Stevie being a world-class <laughs> yeah. talent. 
bring Stevie back and he can mm-hmm. reclaim his I'm spot at the top. I'm very excited to see Stevie coming back into the ring again. I think IGW have missed him over the last while. Getting him back in will be fantastic. No, definitely. I think that's one definitely big prediction. I think we've got to see. I mean, other things that it's quite interesting as well. We talk about IGW the venues as well. Uh, we're always intrigued at how the venues would work and how they kind of interchange about. I mean, one thing as well with Shugs, obviously that venue changed at the last minute. Can we see them going with the O2 Academy again for Shugs, or is there potential they may try something? <coughs> S- Sportatorium. That, that, whatever, whatever he called. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope so. I really like that I mean, venue. Yeah. Really good. I, I really enjoyed. It. I thought mm-hmm. the acoustics of it were it, it was perfect. Quite, oh. And the actual layout of the it was, a, it was a really good venue. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. I think that's up there as probably the best, two of the best nights of wrestling combined I've been to in a long time. So it's, it's interesting mm-hmm. that I'm trying the SWG3 as well for the square go. I was quite mm. one, I was a bit, I to see that being used a lot more these days. I'm just I'm just a little bit concerned because it's just, it's like a long warehouse, is it not? So I think just the layout is the one thing that will worry me I mean, I've a never little really bit. Been there for a, for a gig event, but so. you, you can't, you can't mm. knock it until you tried it. So, I mean, What's the worst that could happen? It might not be the greatest mm. thing, but at least I've tried it. I've been a few times for, for stuff, and it is, it is a good venue. It's quite narrow, though. That's the only thing yeah, about that's it. Yeah, that's my concern. Um, it would be a bit worrying, but I guess, I mean, they need to try these places to see what it's like and see how it goes. I mean, like, like they've done with the O2, they tried that and it worked out great, so hopefully, you know, uh, SWG3 will work out the same again. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and the, the other big thing as well we're talking about is... Um, we talked about it last year in detail. We did a similar show as the Fear and Loathing venue. Now, Dallas has kind of he's came out on Facebook and said that they're going to try somewhere different this year. The big question I would ask you all is, um, will they go somewhere they've done before or will they think out the box and do something different? Gary, what do you think? I think there's a... I, I personally would like to see them go back to the SECC, but I think but with more seats because I can't stand for that length of time. But yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> to get to get... You guys all wonder why I sit there. Uh, my fear, my hesitation with that is would, that be, would, would they perceive it as a backward step? Uh, I certainly wouldn't. But that's mm-hmm. my, my fear. There was a rumour I heard last year when it took a while for the Hydro to get confirmed that they were looking at the Emirates. Not sure how that would work for this type of event. But yeah, uh, my personal preference, I think, um, would be to go back to the SECC. But, but who knows? See, the figure you said about the SEC. I thought the SECC was a great for a venue, but um, Stacey, you one you said as well you didn't like you didn't like the fact that you couldn't really see much about that one. So you'd maybe be say what Gary's saying about having seats. I would love it if there was seats, mm. but um, you know what it's like. Like when when you're as short as me, seeing is is a struggle. Mm. So wherever wherever we go, as long as mm-hmm. there's like higher like higher flooring somewhere or seats, mm. that would be perfect. Definitely. I mean, uh, Derek, what do you think? You think mm-hmm. they'll go somewhere else? Are you, are you, are you... I'm sorry in the band, I would like to see them back at the Exhibition Centre, but again, they would, I think they would have to do the, the seating arrangement. Um, well, WWE's done it before, but yeah. they've done that pair tiered seating as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they would have to do something like that. I'm, just, I'm really unsure what else they could really use in, in Glasgow, other than the venues that we we'll, we'll spoke about. Mm-hmm. Um, the Exhibition Centre is probably the biggest one I think they could probably use. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, obviously, there's been Gary said about the Emirates. I mean, I've never been to the Emirates for an event. Would that would that kind of work, or would it be a bit the layout a bit off for it? Uh, Emirates is actually not bad. I've been there before for the Glasgow Rocks games and stuff, and 
also been there because, uh, well, I, when I was at Strathclyde Uni, I used to go there to see the Glasgow Cup. I watched the mighty Strathclyde not win anyway, moving on. So, I won't say anything about GU. Anyway, so I that place is actually quite cool. It's only got one side of seating, though, that's the only thing. Mm-hmm. But again, that could be addressed. Another place that's a possibility I've been to is Brayhead Arena. Mm-hmm. No, that's that, sure. That's another yeah, possibility. I, was say that. I try to get people over there. There's not a lot of transport and stuff like that to get you over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. That's the only thing that would maybe let that lets down yeah. somewhere like that. What's mm-hmm. the capacity of Brayhead Arena? Obviously, WWE used to use that that venue before the Hydro opened. Uh, not sure off the top of my head. It's not again. It's not really a place I've been to regularly. You know, thousand. I think. I don't think. Mm-hmm. But they've got it. They're going to have to. Well, five thousand. Five thousand two hundred. It seats apparently. Right. Just yep. Google. Just Google it. because you've got the seats, and then on mm. where like where the ice rink would be as well. You can have the stand in. Beyond so Beyonce's place there before. So there you go. Oh man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if it's good, if it's good. Do you like challenge yourself, Gary, to get some obscure references into <laughs> this podcast? <laughs> I've taken. I've uh, taken Dave's man. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's not wrestling, though. <laughs> You'd be complaining if I mentioned that Viscera had wrestled uh, there I was going to say something. Which say. he has done. <laughs> I don't know. He potentially has. You know, anything else. He has. I'm, sh- I'm sure I've seen him there. I think we've seen him there, don't we, Gary? <laughs> Before we kind of move on to the, the, the next part, I'm going to quickly go and ask you, um, what, give me one bold prediction for Scottish wrestling over the next 12 months. Uh, Sarah, what you got? You've heard the gift yours actually by saying Gargano's going to come over. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I mean, could like, could you imagine? Like, I think that's like the boldest thing in the world. But probably, I would probably say like either if you if you could, like in a fantasy land, bring over Champa or Gargano, um, or even. No, I don't even know. I mean, there could be somebody like Ricochet or Adam Cole. Oh my God, Adam Cole, I would die. Oh, I've got a prediction. I <laughs> think Joe Hendy will win the square goal and become the. And become the champion at some point this year. Joe and Andre. I wonder if ICW might try doing some of their events on yes. other nights of the week other than Sundays. That's very bold. Uh, Stacey, what's your bold one? Ooh. Oh, give me a second. You want me to go to Derek first and come back to you? Yes, please. Derek. <laughs> uh, my prediction is that the, the WWE Tag Team Champions at one, the ICW Tag Team Champions at one point. Mm. Quacker? Uh, R-Truth is going to head to the square goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope you're right, <laughs> Yeah, well, he's. Uh, I reckon he'll get confused after going to fe- uh, between Phoenix, Arizona, and Glasgow, Scotland. So <laughs> that's what's going to happen. You watch. Can I add one more thing? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> quack, quack. <Soft>. <laughs> Stacey, you got yours? Yeah. Quack you on a pool. Oh, for goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's, it's I thought bold. that was left it's back bold. in 2018. It's bold because Quacko will not Never. Do it. it won't happen. Yeah, well, he doesn't. Right. It doesn't have to be uh, controversial. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> coming through as well. Who was that, sorry? That was me, Stacey. Uh, who did you say? Who did you say? I'm looking forward to seeing all the new, all the new wrestlers coming through as well. Ah, uh, yeah. Good show. Good show. Kill we, baby. Sorry, I'm. Got oh, like yeah. love for KOE and hope they make a real impact on ICW this year, mm-hmm. as uh, well as Alexander Darwin McCallum. He's gonna love it that we put him over. 
He <laughs> <laughs> might, might give us peace for a week. No, he won't. <laughs> I would like to see more of as well, though. Who's that? Xander. Xander, yeah, potentially. Yeah. <laughs> the man has a great spine buster. Right, so we're now going to quickly cover off a few other bits in the other promotions because even though we're, we're basically specialised in WWE and Scottish wrestling, there is other, obviously, aspects of wrestling that's quite excitable. First one, obviously, the touch upon briefly is Wrestle Kingdom 13 is coming out yes. tomorrow. Um, I know uh, I'd like to watch it but I don't know if I have the time and I've, I've, I've struggled I'll be honest with you as good as you Japan is I've struggled to kind of follow it uh, one Stacey you watched it last year and you watched it the year before I'm right in saying yeah yeah me and Kraken uh, mm-hmm. so the two of you may be good for this one uh, what would you say to anybody who's never watched the Wrestle Kingdom to maybe encourage them to give it a shot it's just the spectacle Mm-hmm. It's every, everything is just on a grand, grand scale. It just feels mm-hmm. so special, and uh, wrestling really backs up with it. Mm-hmm. I, I know I've said that a lot of times that I love like comedy wrestling and that kind of thing. That's something I really like. I like being entertained. Mm-hmm. There's a bit less than that. There's maybe some spots that are entertaining, but there's not so much comedy wrestling. But I just love. The storytelling that they have, I love the feuds they have and the actual wrestling mm-hmm. abilities and stuff. The Fatal Four Way last year at Wrestle Kingdom that was, was just match. off the scale. Fantastic that match. That was that was a re- that was a really really good match. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the whole Osprey Skrull rivalry. Mm-hmm. I think that's brilliant. That obviously adds a different level. Uh, Stacey, would you add, you'd add to that, or would you kind of agree with Quackerson? I would agree with his like. We all know that like Quacky loves his like comedy wrestling and that, but in the matches you don't really need it because like their wrestling just tells the full story. And for any of the comedy that you need, just watch the press conference beforehand. Yes. <laughs> oh, the press conference are hilarious. That's where you get all the comedy. Yeah, they're quite good for that one. You obviously see it was kind of a new Japan that one at the the elite started breaking out as well, and obviously they've now got the seat the the being the elite series. So yeah. And that's obviously stuff done outside the ring, and they can't keep the the in ring stuff to wrestle, which is obviously good. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And there's a lot of people may not know if you're not as familiar with the U Japan stuff, but there is actually a fantastic card. You've got Omega versus Tanahashi. Mm. One of them as well. It's Tanahashi. Like, I always get him yeah. mixed up. Jericho Naito. Jericho Naito as well. I mean, Jericho's ha- killing it in New Japan. Yeah. yeah, they had another funny press conference as well. Jericho's absolutely brilliant in that one. It's, 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 it's great, it's great oh, yeah. he's still there. And he's not like... like went back. To, he obviously went back to the Greatest Royal Rumble. For everyone out there, I'm going to put this into your head. Try and listen to Naito's theme without dancing like ACH did. <laughs> absolutely class and funny. I loved it. I mean... If you talk about matching, one that might be more familiar to a lot of people that I, I predict to be matching tonight, we talked about a wee bit earlier on. Osprey versus Ibushi is, is, is it's going to be absolutely amazing. Yeah. I think that'll steal the show. Unless anybody wants to disagree with me. No, yeah, I, I think you're spot on with that. Mm-hmm. Aerial Assassin versus Kota Ibushi. You can't, you can't go wrong, really. No, he's, he's, Ibushi's had a great year in New Japan, so what? Mm-hmm. You know, is he going to be that or the, the triple threat tag match? I think we steal the show, but uh, yeah. So obviously, a lot of our panels aren't familiar with Wrestle Kingdom, but but this will be out on tomorrow by the time this comes out. Uh, unless you're watching it after Wrestle, listen to us after Wrestle Kingdom, well, well they'll be out. Mm-hmm. Don't know, but uh, it's on at a pretty decent time for the UK as well. <laughs> if you're still off, 
So it's worth giving a watch if you can find a way to watch it. Obviously, you've got their on-demand series. It's a very, very good show. It's probably it's Japan's equivalent to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Probably the second biggest show of the year other than WrestleMania worldwide. Yeah. So yeah, Wrestle Kingdom 13 has got a lot of big names coming up in there. One, one, other, one thing I'll touch on as well, World of Sports. Gary, I'll come to you on this one. It's somebody, obviously, you've got uh, you and Lucy, your daughter, both watch uh, mm-hmm. wrestling. And this is something that kind of suits her appeal more than obviously a lot of the mainstream fans can you see a world of sports season two with a lot of the things about some of the tour dates being cancelled yeah the tour dates haven't gone well have they well the Aberdeen one's off that's off the card yeah and there was lots of uh, discounted tickets being promoted for the other events uh, leading up to Christmas and sites such as Groupon and and so on Um, will it get a second series I think it might I hope it does Mm. I think it got into its groove uh, as the season went on I think it was What's unfortunate with them filming a block like, like they did um, and having it ready to go mm. is that the reaction you only people only got to react to it when it was on the television and by that point they already had a number of those episodes filmed mm-hmm. and I think some of the latter episodes got a wee bit of, of re-editing to it because some of the production on it and some of the the random rules that they they did <laughs> along the way was a bit weird. But yeah, I hope it does get a second series. I think it's, you know, it done decent numbers. I think it got about a million viewers. I think it faded towards the end. I think the, the the later ones started to kind of go away downhill. Am I right in saying it got filmed over one weekend, pretty much? Yeah, it was of quite a short period it was done in. I think so, um, yeah. But you know, it got, that was that's decent numbers it got for Saturday after afternoon slot, and it was mm. moved about its timing a little bit. Mm. I hope they give it another go. I hope it gets a second season. Mm. Uh, Derek, do you agree with Gary on that one, or yeah. you think? Yeah, yeah I think so. I think anything to support British wrestling, having it back on, you know, mainstream TV again, I think is only is only good for. For, for British wrestling obviously like Gary said there was a few things on it that they might need to work on but I guess it's a work in progress mm-hmm. you know what, what they're doing they're trying to make it you know family friendly and you know your kids can get involved in it and I think anything like that is only is only good for the only good for the sport no definitely it's it, it's great to kind of see it's, it's good that obviously we're seeing a lot of the household names that we, we see a lot of you know Justin Sizem is been interested recently on Twitter, but let's yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's now the face of that company. So obviously, there's still the like Gradles, the tag champ with Davy Boy Smith Jr. Never thought I'd say that this time last year. <laughs> there we go. But obviously, there's a lot of our guys mm-hmm. on it that have been featured quite prominently. The likes of Joe Hendry, but yes. as Joe Hendry's getting featured pr- pretty prominently all out. He was on the he did the weather recently the other day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Oh, it was like the prestigious it's one is here. And his, his prospects are high. So well done. I mean, that thing itself is well worth watching to see Joe Sposh try to um, get dressed and size him down. <laughs> That's interesting. But yeah, we could hopefully we see more of all the sport to kind of give our guys a lot more prominent. Now, the other one I think I wanted to kind of touch upon, uh, Sarah, I'll come to you as the resident Cody Mark. So Cody Mark. Mm-hmm. All Elite Wrestling. Is it going yes. okay. to happen? Oh, mm-hmm. yes. There's no way it can't happen. I mean, they've now said goodbye to Ring of Honor. I don't know if this means they'll be solely wrestling in Japan or if they are just going to create their own brand because we all saw how great mm-hmm. All In happened, like how it went. Uh, I don't think they even imagined how well it was going to go because mm-hmm. um, like, it sold out so quickly. 
um, watching it back on demand. Like I didn't get to watch it live, but when I watched it back, I was mm-hmm. so incredibly impressed with it. And um, considering that I don't think mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. planned for that long as well, so definitely I think like an all, like their own wrestling promotion is the next way to go for them because like they've dominated the indies. What else can they do apart from being courted by WWE, which mm. is, that's the rumours as well, that they're away to WWE. Um, I don't think Cody will go back after mm-hmm. what happened for him um, before his departure. Um, and the same with Brandy as well. It's like I don't see them to mm. going back no matter how much money that they're given or offered. And I think it's, it's also a good chance to, I wouldn't say stick it to WWE with like the whole speculation, like you can't fight this person, you can't fight this person they can sort of bring in all the other guys and go, Kim, what? You can you can fight each other. I'll have you fight each other. Or that sort of stuff. Do you think this could be the thing that gives WWE a kick up the backside? Oh, probably, yeah. Because at the moment, like Impact and Ring of Honor have been giving WWE a run for their money recently. Like even more so, like Ring of Honor and New Japan merging together for the Supercard at the, at the Garden. At, like when it's during the Hall of Fame maybe I mean there's a whole bunch of speculation but because um, I know someone who's actually going that um, it all sold out during the pre-sale um, so it's people who had who was like um, subscribed to like either Ring of Honor or yeah. New Japan got a, a pre-sale code um, mm-hmm. and it sold out during that pre-sale and that was on like that one day so it could have been the fact that they were getting a bit of a shock. <laughs> I like your choice of words there. Pun intended. I know, right? Um, so you never know. I mean, they, they, they might be saying it's to accommodate The Rock, um, but if, if The Rock's going to be there, the entire, like, if he's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, he's got to be there Sunday as well. So what's the point in like not having yeah. it? Like, oh, where's it going to be on the Saturday? Probably, it'll probably be, it was probably yeah, going to be sitting in the ground. Uh, very briefly for the, everybody else, everybody else got their opinion on if this new promotion will give WWE a kick up the backside in and they'll give them a bit of a boost Gary, Derek, Stacey So the 6th of January is when the big news or the, the announcement's supposed to happen of, um, from Cody and the team um, I think it will because we've seen how quickly WWE move forward with NXT UK when World of Sport when the news of that happening you know, suddenly yeah. JR got signed in a contract and all sorts of and then he done nothing with them uh, all sorts of other people got snapped up, and people we've um, um, people we we've we've heard of um, were offered deals from WWE UK, uh, WWE. Most of them took them, some of them didn't, and decided to go with the world of sport angle. So yeah, I think it will cause them to sit up and take mm-hmm. notice. Uh, com- competition is good, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we know that they don't often like it. <laughs> No, they, def- they definitely don't. They yeah. don't. That's the thing. The recent uh, NXT UK contracts, rumours I've been to say by. I suspect they- Impact Wrestling will have more to fear from all elite wrestling in WWE well longer term. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Potentially. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to kind of see how that promotion shakes up the fight. We've not really had a new promotion in America in a while, you know, so especially with the names behind it as well, with obviously Cody and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to have a lot of drawing power, so mm-hmm. that'll be very interesting to see how that impacts well uh, the independent circuit in America. But yeah, that's been a brief rounding of all the other, of all the other promotions, and with that, I think it's probably a good time to kind of close off our preview of the year show. Uh, we've pretty much covered all things WWE, Scottish wrestling, and briefly things like Wrestle Kingdom and all the other promotions. So now to kind of get an idea of what's coming up 
in January 2019 for us here at Suplex Retweet. Next week, we are doing a Royal Rumble quiz, mm-hmm. which is going to be our most insane <laughs> uh, <or> good <laughs> quiz that we've ever done. <laughs> It's got Kwaku's shaking in his boots a wee bit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but what else is new for you guys to me this year? <laughs> that will be hosted by Ross McLeod, of course. Mm. Who else would host us? That's a nice idea. Yeah, that's going to come up next week. We've also got a look back at past Royal Rumble winners, which will be hosted by Sarah. So that's going to look back at the best mm-hmm. and the worst of the Royal Rumble winners. Right yeah, I think um, I think we're going to throw in um, if they've been wasted or not, any Rumble winners that haven't lived up to the potential hype. We've also got a Royal Rumble preview show and uh, wrestlers who didn't reach the top of the mountain show, which will be hosted by someone who's never hosted before and we're not telling you until the other time. So, yeah, unless Ross blabs it when it's next week's show. I <laughs> <love it. laughs> Uh, no, you'll still say it. Embargo him. You will. <laughs> you know what he's like. So that. I will. So punish him. Like. <laughs> yeah. So that's coming up in the next few weeks here at Suplex Retweet. All that's left for me now is to thank my panel for today's show. Firstly, I'd like to thank Gary. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, Derek. Thanks, Derek. Yes, uh, to Sarah. Thank you. Uh, to Stacey. Thank and you, to Kwaku, who's going to have a fun time producing this show. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for joining us in 2019, and we will see you next week. So from us, goodbye for now. Listen, cunts, I don't care what the fuck you think you're doing. Whatever you think is more important with your life, you honking bag of d- tips. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online, you should be subscribing, you should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, whatever the fuck you're doing, that's what you should be doing. I don't care if it's your mum's birthday, I don't care if she's feeling contractions, get on it right now!